Welcome to Sammy and Scooby Watch Movies, the podcast where we break down what movies have to say about real-life issues. I'm Jake Scoobish, and along with my co-host Sam Brodnax, we're going to be jumping into a batch of movies about income inequality here in Season 1. Today we're looking at Harlan County, USA, a 1976 documentary about coal miners in Harlan County, Kentucky, who went on strike to negotiate for a new contract. Come on, young fellers, brave and fine. Seek not your fortune way down in the mine. Harlan, Kentucky is coal country, where men work long hours for short wages, where poverty, black lung, and needless disaster are facts of life. In 1973, the men voted to join the United Mine Workers Union. The company refused to sign the contract, and so began the Battle of Harlan County, USA. Which side are you on? So, I thought Harlan County was a pretty interesting movie because it kind of jumps right in uh, without a whole lot of explanation, which is something a lot of other documentaries do. They kind of lay the groundwork. The opening scenes just take place, like, right inside the mines, and we're immediately thrown into that world and that community. The question I would start off with this time, Sammy Boy, is can you name any of the characters that were protesters uh, in this documentary? I think it's kind of an interesting way to think about it, because in most documentaries there's, like, specific people you latch onto, but in this one it's, like, the their names are, like, who they were weren't as important because it kind of just shuffles between all these people and it's just about the whole movement of the people in general. I'm taken back <laughs> by how great that question was. What? <laughs> like, I was like, I have so many feelings about how this film was made and that question just like takes it all into one box. It just, thank you. That was great. And I can't, I really can't. <laughs> I can't at all. The only people that I can name are like, ironically enough, the people who have a lot of power who, weren't like as invested in the whole process but represented their party and their interests which like says a lot about the film yeah i don't think yeah. I, I could either i think the people who they are rallying against are kind of the only ones that are given names i think we see some of like their names flash on screen as they're talking but mostly it's just like shuffling in and out and uh the director barbara koppel is just like interviewing people on the picket lines yeah and i think it's like that style suits it so well what, what what were some of the things that, like, stood out to you most about the style of the movie? I think just how much, like, the I guess the shots of the documentary, like, without any audio, spoke for itself. Like, the first couple minutes, there was, there was some music, um, and I think it was just some man singing who had, like, worked in the mine. And the beginning was just shots of people working in the town. And that set up everything. It's not like I knew what was going to happen, but right after seeing all of that, you could kind of get an idea, a loose idea, just because they really go in depth later on, like, the conditions of the people in town and, like, the conditions of the workers. But you get an idea of, like, how awful of a situation they're in. Yeah, there's there's that uh, interview right at the beginning, and it's overlaid with those images. This, this guy's telling a story about how, back in the day, he was, like, a, a child working in the mines, and then they showed pictures of all these children in these terrible working conditions. And they said they would, like, abuse them in the mines. And they eventually went on strike and won. And the concession they won was to get, to go from six cents an hour to eight cents an hour. 
And you kind of get that throughout the whole movie where it's like, like it, it, it's a big thing, obviously, for them, but it's it's a thing they've had to do like time and time again to keep on fighting. Absolutely. There's like a scene later, too, where there, someone's talking about his hesitation to even believe that even getting a raise is anything. And I don't know if that's like from actual experience, because that's totally possible, or if that's from some sort of like that that's the way that the, the people who don't want them to get a raise or the people that, you know, Duke Power Company talk about what unions do but there's that one guy who's like oh you know i tell my daughter you know we get this piece of spool or uh, like yarn for 13 cents if they raise my wage two cents when you want to go buy it's going to be more expensive and so he's even like what's the point that's not even going to help me what do you think kind of going into more we were talking about having nameless characters especially nameless people in the documentary, do you think that adds to the message? Um, like what? I guess what effect does that have on the documentary itself for you? I think it makes it feel a little more timeless. Like, obviously, it's it's really tied to, like, a time and place. Like, they, they lay out, like, this is 1970s Kentucky, and we've been doing this for decades, fighting for new contracts. But... Just, like, watching it, it just does feel, like, so essentially, like, a time capsule of American labor and just, like, what the dynamic is between workers and the corporations, because it just is these these people who we don't know much about besides, like, the thing they're fighting for. And I think that's especially true of some of the portrayals of local police officers and sheriffs. I thought they were really interesting characters in this. Uh, agreed, yeah. I don't remember there being too much interaction. Well, besides the one sheriff whose name, right. like, which doesn't really happen, like you were saying before, with many characters, yeah. The shots of them at the picket line, face-to-face. There's, like, no added narration, no commentary. It's just pure audio of what's going on in the situation. Were there any, like, specific, like, people or scenes that stood out to you? One character that really stood out to me, I don't re- know her name, but she was super vocal... She was, like, the leader of this group of women that, like, started meeting completely on their own. I don't know. She wasn't the president. She was also really interesting. But she um, just, like, the most, one of the most vocal people in the entire film and, like, had a fit standoff with um, one of the sheriffs. And she was interesting. Yeah, and I don't recall her name. But, yeah, I, I think that is – they're a really interesting part of the movie where the miners are obviously – all men in this movie and it's a male driven movie but the women are a really big part of the organizing which i thought was really interesting yeah i want to talk about that too in general just especially because a lot of our movies are male focused in general and there's no really discussion how gender plays a role in this yeah this movie made me think about our whole series is like a lot of the movies at least like engage with a little bit race and class but this movie really had me thinking, like, how little any discussions of class have to do with women in these movies. I agree, which is wild, because that's, I mean, huge. Yeah, there's very, very little. Even in this movie, there's one quote that I, oh, someone was saying, I want my kids to stick up for their their rights. Like, she's talking about what kind of kids she wants to have. She's like, I want my kids to stick up for their rights, and for them to be in the union, just speaking broadly. And then after that, she's like, I want them to be a union man, like, because, you know. Like, like, all of this, I guess, is for the benefit of, which I'm sure, like, you know, there's, like, a family benefit, but it's, like, a very male-heavy 
movie, and which makes sense, I guess, for the time. But I was just thinking about that, like the dedication to that cause. Like that takes so much more effort, because at least like the men who are going to work are going to get paid more for it. But like that woman who was like so passionate about it, she was like doing that to support the people around her. Like she, it's not like she was going to get any added salary bonus for that. She was like going out of her way to put herself in danger. There was one point where she grabbed a gun. Remember that she had like a gun and hit it with safety on. But still, like that takes a lot to like be fighting for a cause that not necessarily benefit. Well, doesn't really benefit you, and the people that are in that group might not like help you in any other situation. And on a similar line of thinking of not necessarily being helped in other situations, this movie is not only overwhelmingly male driven but it's 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 basically completely white um and there's a few black miners in the movie but they're they're given i don't know like a like a a minute of of facetime maybe they seem to be like unified but it's it's not really a thing that's engaged with and they're not really given screen time they're great that's something that that i was thinking too i wished was more significant part of the film but there wasn't really, yeah, there wasn't any narration or anything. I guess they just went off of the footage they had, so it wasn't like, could have done anything else. But there was that one scene with the, um, there was a scene later on, later on in the film that involved like some derogatory, like hate word use, which was like, I had to go really quickly. I kind of forgot what time period this was. I had to go back and check. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was interesting. It was, it was kind of a muddled scene. Like I couldn't completely tell what was happening. But, yeah, it was uncomfortable. Oh, agreed, yeah. Because there were two of those scenes. Basically, they just filmed a face-off between scabs and union workers. They were, like, legitimately filming a almost like a shootout. Yeah, we haven't even gotten into, like, some of the really crazy... Like, like this is a movie about, like, uh, a labor negotiation, and it is about just, like, trying to settle a new contract. But there's legitimate violence that... The, the director, like, stays right in the thick of. Which is horrifying. And you can hear her in the background yelling the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Also, on the note of, um, like, women being so involved in this movie, I think it's pretty cool that this groundbreaking movie made in the mid-'70s was directed by a woman, and that's probably part of why they get so much screen time. Yeah. Dang. That does make sense. Yeah. yeah. But the... The violence stuff is, like, it's crazy. It really is, yeah. It kind of just appears, too. Like, this is a really raw... It's, like, not found footage. is definitely not the right word. But you know what? It's, like, just straight up everything that they're going through. And there are moments when, you like, you can tell people are almost off-put by the presence of the camera. Because they're all sitting in a room having a conversation. And she's, like, panning to people. And they're, like, look at the camera. And they're kind of like, eh, what should I... Like... It, yeah, they captured everything happening like in its most raw form. And then uh, one of the coal company executives eventually gets convicted of murder. One of the uh, one of the union guys, and it was just like the this the extent to which like the the company is going to prevent the the workers from unionizing to because they're scared of like any future unionization was. Crazy. Yeah, that was unreal. I I did not expect that to be honest. They were, yeah, they pre- especially the way he was presented initially when it was shot. It seemed like this is like someone. Oh, he's like a you know, looking out for kind of or kind of like the 
liaison for coal workers to the up, to, you know, the upper tier business people, and then all of a sudden he's being challenged for election, and then he's arrested for being responsible for killing someone, which happened within like thirty minutes of everything, you know. The thing about the coal guy maybe not seeming like he originally was that kind of leads into the uh united mine workers uh like leader who's elected closer to the end of the movie miller who's a pretty interesting character because he like campaigns as like i'm the man of the people and then by the end of the movie he's they're they're calling into question whether he's caving to pressure from the government or the coal mining companies that was hard to watch too because there was so much build-up for him to be this, like, changing figure. And that kind of connects to a moment in the beginning of the film where they have somebody talking about how when he was younger... Because they constantly talk about how, like, these riots happened in the 30s, too. And they're, like, older folk that, like, make that connection. And in the beginning, there was that guy who was like, I realized two things. Like, one was that if you struggle hard enough to stay together, you can make progress. But the second is that everybody is connected against the worker, like, from the church to the to the you know, capitalist workers to the to the oil businesses to the other energy businesses, and then he even says even the unions are against the worker because they're controlled pretty much by the businesses, which is kind of like he was like old and realized it, but like the young people coming up want to make a change, and then once they get there, and they're, kind of, they're like are finally exposed to like the reality of the situation. Yeah, that, they're like that that the end the way the movie ends is really interesting because it's all like hurtling towards this contract that they fight for for 13 months and then get and then she's interviewing one coal miner and he's like like the way these labor negotiations go is you fight for something and then you move on to the next struggle and then like the last 10 minutes of the movie is just about how they're just fighting the next contracts and the next contracts uh have a provision that they can't. They can't strike on the local level, and it's going back on everything they fought for. Yep. Yeah. There's a shot at the end where they're kind of like, "Meh." Like, are you like, are you happy with this? And one guy's like, "Well, I guess. Like, I'm getting more money." And then the older guy's like, "Yeah, I can't retire. Not really, you know." Which, yeah, was also tough to watch. What do you, What do you think? Like the end of the movie, or like the movie in general, says about like, just like how ongoing that kind of thing is. Oh, that's a good question too. I think. For me, I was just caught in like a cycle of being mad the entire time watching it, because it was one of those. They, pre- I don't, I, I it kind of connects to something that I wanted to ask you about too, where they like, I feel like the movie doesn't necessarily pre- present itself this way, but like the whole idea of like there being this is like an issue and there are two sides, and there's union workers and then the people who are on the other side, and you have to meet in the middle to come to some sort of agreement because that's how like dialogue happens. And there's a scene earlier where like one of the lawyers is like, we're in like. Legally, we don't have to, like, change these provisions, and neither do we morally. And I was, like, very interested how he could make that statement. Like, a moral statement being like, you know, there are two sides, we're meeting in the middle. Morally, meeting in the middle is fine. And I am obligated to do no more than that. And it was, like, frustrating to watch that, because at the end of the film, I I mean, if that happens, you're just always... Because one side is in necessary need of more. And if you just meet in the middle, you just kind of keep... You could meet in the middle an infinite amount of times, right? Like, when you walk a distance to a wall, you just go halfway... You're just going to keep walking. And so that was hard to watch, because it's like one of those things you know that it's going to keep on happening. Yeah, I thought I thought that was one of the most interesting things about the movie, is just, like, the question of, in this, in this kind of struggle, 
like can you be neutral because the cops are, are are clearing them on the on the uh street so the scabs can get into the mines and they they're interviewed and they they say they're neutral and then the the protesters are like you know that's not possible there's that one scene at the united mine workers meeting where that woman gets up and she was like like my father was in the mines and my husband is in the mines and he got black lung because of it and then she sings that song which side are you on yeah it's just like the you you're either you're either for the workers or you're not and you can't like sit you can't sit it out i think this movie it's largely like a, a lot of documentaries will like make it very clear what they're trying to say with their documentary and this one's kind of just capturing like these people in yeah. in this moment but i think if the film is like advocating for anything it's it's just that it's worth it to like try to fight for things and i think i think they don't have to do much work to show that show that the coal companies are the villains oh agreed yeah they could have probably stopped it at an hour 45 minutes in and i could have that would have been something that i would have came away with what are what are your top takeaways for this movie in terms of like the whole the whole theme of income inequality and just like in relation to some of the other movies we've seen like what do you think is like distinct about what this movie says this movie definitely captures a demographic that i think is often missed in other movies and i think this movie also kind of offers an insight into the lives of like or the kind of cycle that keeps propagating issues do you think this this movie offers anything unique compared to the other movies we've reviewed or presents like any stylistic choices that really like set it apart or yeah comments differently i would agree with what you said about like the demographic like i think it's one of our few rural movies um just like capturing rural america and how like the entire town is just like centered on this industry and yeah i think it it does yeah i think the big thing for me is just like the kind of thing where or like the the protesters are saying like one like that that woman that you called out who stood out to you she says when you believe in something strong enough to die for it that's when you get it and it's like that's that's my main takeaway for this movie is just like how hard they fought for this and being able to see like the the moments when it gets violent and then after that everything kind of settles all the shots of like people screaming and whatnot and then they go right back to all of the meeting again and being like back at it tomorrow like it's a necessity really presents everything yeah it's like life or death which is pretty unique because some of the movies like snowpiercer was an amazing movie but i think the whole idea of it being set in a dystopian world kind of you feel urgency but it's still hard to feel that like connection to the people in the film because it's a situation that doesn't exist and even it's in the future it's not even like a past fiction i wanted to ask you too do you think kind of commenting on the fact that this film was um, i guess filmed about its problems in 1973 but then released in 76 it being so impactful at that time and how controversial it was but also still being applicable at this time was there anything specific about the film do you think 
allows it to be so universal? I think it stays universal because it's just, like, it doesn't get into the minutia of, like, what, like, they were negotiating over or, like, their specific problems. It was just, like, we need new contracts. And I think it stays timeless because it's just about that essential struggle. But I also think it's kind of sad how far away this movie feels also just because like unions have dissipated so much since the release of this movie and like labor was at the heart of like preventing they're talking about like like the profits for the coal company so much higher and our wages haven't gone up and that problem has only gotten worse that graphic they showed was so sad the one that was like 140 percent up for the companies that own them and then Cost of living went up seven percent. Their the mine workers' pay only went up four percent. That was that was like the only commentary they really had. It was not a commentary; it's just a straight figure. But it seems like they're just gonna keep keep fighting for it. Yeah, going back to your final takeaway. That's all you can do.